We are here. Local map makers explore the world that it connects us as an exhibit developed by the UW Madison Cartography Lab and currently showing at the Overture Center Galleries until January 16th. The exhibit features work from both current students and alumni from their current places of employment and aims to let people know that Madison is a hub and an important place of cartographic history and training. Tanya Anderson is the creative director of the University of Wisconsin Cartography Lab in the Geography Department. Before that, she was a cartographer in private industry, working with clients like National Geographic and the textbook publisher Pearson. She's worked in cartography for more than 20 years and has trained more than 100 students. Students who graduate and join organizations all over the country, including federal agencies like the Census Bureau, Bureau of Land Management, and private industries such as Apple Maps, Uber, Mapbox, and many others. Tanya Anderson joins us now by phone. Welcome to the 8 O'Clock Buzz, Tanya. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you on the program. So tell us, what does it mean to be a creative director of a cartography laboratory? Sure. So I run all of the aspects of uh, the management of the projects. So I we have clients that come to work with us. And uh, from there, we sort of help their vision come to life. And so the students that work with me are learning how to do that. So my work with them is really hands-on to help them understand not only the technology aspect of things, but also the um, you know, how to work with a client, how to make a client's vision come to life, um, how to help them tell their story um, in, in what they're doing. Now, we think of maps as sort of a technical informational document, but your title is a creative director. What is creative about a map and why are a bunch of maps being shown in an art gallery? Yeah, well, I would encourage people to go see it um, because you may be surprised. Often people think about a map and the first thing that comes to mind is something that you might find online in your wayfinding application like Google Maps or Apple Maps. Um, but often, you know, there's this opportunity for us to tell these really rich stories that happen over space and place. Um, and so, you know, we... we the map adds this richness to that story and helping to, to ha have people understand it. So if you look at the maps, there's all different kinds of styles. Um, they're very artistic. They're, they're, you know, we play with color. We play with different ways to represent things. We um, uh, really try to get a visually interesting story for people to feel engaged with the content. Now, when, when people study geography or, or uh, cartography, I mean, a lot of times people, the response people say is, well, hasn't everything been mapped already? What, what do you do? How do you respond yeah, to that? We, we do hear that quite a lot, actually. Um, and, and it's surprising in, in my history of, of the work that I've done, how many things I come across that have never been mapped. Um, often we'll get a spreadsheet of data that's never been laid out on the spatial area that it, you know, in which those, those phenomena happen. Um, so we're looking at thematic information, um, and that means, you know, something about what's happening in that place, something about the people, something about the um, physical environment. So you can think about, you know, weather is shifting constantly or, um, you know, uh, you can even think about the recent issues that, that, that are, have been happening globally, like with COVID um, and watching that distribution and seeing how things are changing rapidly. Um, a map helps us really understand how those things travel over time and space. And, and that that's that's the thematic aspect. That's a really interesting part of, of what we do and, and really 
the focus of the work we do, but there are actually boundary changes and river changes and road changes and all of those sort of base level information things that are constantly changing as well. Now, you talk about geography teaching empathy. How does that work? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, th- I really think that uh, geography is the ultimate study of empathy. Um, we as geographers are constantly trying to understand different parts of the world. We're trying to understand what it's like to exist in a different place. And that means that it, it feels different there. The access to resources are different. Um, um, the, the weather is different. Everything's different. If you think about just going across our own country or even across our own state, um, things vary quite a lot. And that has so much to do with place. Um, and, and so we're asking people to understand that every experience is so different and that place plays such a huge role in that. And so we, we're literally asking people to understand with the work that we're, do, that we're doing, um, take in all of this information and imagine what it would be like to be there. And imagine what your life, how your life may be different or how your experience might be different there. Um, and, and then as cartographers, our job is to really try to communicate that story. Um, our job is to tell that story. So if geography is this ultimate study of empathy. I really feel that cartography is its language. And then you also talk about the idea of critical cartography. And, and we, think of cartog- uh, we think of maps as sort of a neutral objective document, but they can make mm-hmm. a point, can't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. Uh, one of the things that I really like to talk about with people who aren't as familiar with cartography is to think about the fact that it's authored. Um, you know, we sort of think of these as maps as facts, but there's an author behind that map. Every map that you have, even these online systems that you're using, um, what shows up at certain points um, as you're zooming in and out of that map, um, those are decisions that are made. Um, and we have to be aware that that is a story that somebody is trying to communicate to us. Those are things that there are ways that you can bring certain things to the foreground. There are ways that you can um, highlight one thing over another. And that then creates this perception of how you understand a place. Um, And that can be as simple as I'm sure you've seen world maps um, that show the world in very different shapes. Um, and this is something that's been well documented. So I'm sure I'm sure many of your listeners are aware. You know, it, as you stretch the globe in different ways, it can make things feel certain things feel more imper- important. Um, so often North America feels very large. Those land masses feel very large in many of those those uh, world maps that you may see, um, giving it sort of this. Um, feeling of importance um, that isn't quite accurate in terms of how much area they may take up. Or, or simply putting the Northern Hemisphere on the top of the map. Exactly, exactly. Which is, uh, and, and so where did some of those conventions come about in, in terms of cartography and, and how arbitrary are they, like North is up? Yeah, there, it's longstanding, um, long-standing approaches to this. And, you know, there's, there's a little bit, what I'm, I'm sort of surprised by is that um, we really have to add a lot of context for people to understand where a certain place is. And they're used to, they have this image in their mind of a map that they've seen since their, their childhood. Um, And so we sort of have to work within that framework. We have to, every time we create something, we have to be thinking about who the audience is and we have to meet them where they are. And so if that means that we have to, um, you know, sort of adjust things slowly and incrementally so that they can start to understand um, 
so we can start to shift that that vision a little bit. That's that's the way that we can, um, you know, that's the way that that we have to kind of start to change these these assumptions people have. Now, tell us more about the We Are Here exhibit. Are you showing historical maps from the UW cartography program, or are you showing maps created just for this exhibit? Is there a mix? What what will people it's, see? Yeah, it's a mix. Um, there are more than thirty cartographers um, that are represented in the in the gallery. Um, and there's a combination of some maps that alumni have made um, in their current position. So the, the gallery sort of starts out with a little bit of their work. And it, that's um, some things from the New York Times, um, from Scientific American, from um, National Geographic. Uh, and that's, that's work that alumni are currently doing um, in their jobs that they, they got after, after they were done with their work here at, as a student. Um, then it shifts into maps of Wisconsin. Um, and there's some pretty, we have a longstanding relationship with the DOT. We work with them to create the rural bike maps. Um, so maybe some people have used those um, if you get outside of the city. Our, our, um, bicycle, our bicycle aficionado Jim, uh, engineer, Jim Wilson, is nodding his head and giving thumbs up. So yeah. Yeah, those yeah, yeah. So that's a, that's a longstanding relationship that we have. Um, and it's a really great project because it's so data rich um, that projects that students get to work on. And it's very large. There's very large sheet maps, um, eight different maps that break up the state. Um, so then, and then there's some different views of Wisconsin in the, in the gallery, you know, um, there's this perspective view that's done and it's very artistic. Um, and then it shifts to more of a, a global view so that you can see that our students are also not looking just at the state. They're also, there's a beautiful map of Iceland that's there. Um, there's a map of, um, a historic map of um, Japan and it, it's printed on this rice paper um, so to give it this very different feel. Um, and then it goes into a section talking about emotion and how maps can actually convey emotion based on the style and the design that's applied to them. And so we really want to convey a feeling with them. Um, and then it moves into maps as education. So maps can really serve as a tool for not only teaching and helping people understand the world, but also to connect over maps. One of the things that I think is so magical about maps is that if you put a map in front of somebody of an area that they're familiar with, immediately you sort of dive into that map and they start to tell stories about it and then their experience is there. Um, one of the maps in the gallery represents this. We had a partnership with the, the Bad River tribe. A student um, asked us to help with her project and um, one, of the, one of the products of her project was actually a map that we had printed out at a billboard company. And the purpose was to collect stories. People would write their stories on, on this map. And the, the tribal elders came to this map and they said, there's no way that we can condense our stories to something so small. So what they did actually is they took their shoes off and they stood at the edge of the map and they walked the path of the river and told about a three-day journey along a, a river um, in northern Wisconsin, you know, in this very rich, um, it goes up into the rice fields and the, the relationship to water is so important. Um, so all of those stories, the student captured a, a lot of stories that were told and then embedded those on the map. That smaller map is the one with the stories embedded is the one that's at the, the Overture Center. And then there's one of my favorite maps um, is one that I did with my, my two girls, um, my daughters, and we painted um, this large map and, and it's supposed to be a prototype for a much larger project. Um, to be put into areas where kids and parents might be in sort of a difficult situation. Um, 
and they want to have something to do to be able to connect with one another. So um, there's all these questions that we ask around this, like, where would you want to travel in your life? Or where do you think this explorer went? Or, you know, there's just all of these questions we can ask with just a simple map hanging on the wall. T Tanya um, and Anderson, then, creative director at the University of Wisconsin Cartography Laboratory. Sorry, we're all out of time, but thanks so much for joining us on the 8 o'clock buzz. The exhibit is called We Are Here, Local Map Makers Explore the World That Connects Us. It's open at the Overture Center Galleries until January 16th. For more information, you can go to overture.org. Tanya, thank you for joining us on the 8 o'clock buzz.